Welcome to the Metaverse Podcast. My name is Noah Kravitz. This is episode 11, a special programming announcement. The Metaverse Podcast is going on hiatus. Unfortunately, the show needs to take a break. Um, some unexpected changes in my own life, my work life, um, are meaning I've got to shift focus for a little while and uh, I'm not going to, I'm not foreseeing <laughs> the time to do the podcast on the same regular basis as I've been doing it. And so decided the best move for the time being is to put the pod on hiatus. If and when we come back, you'll be the first to know about it. If you're subscribed to the Metaverse pod or the Substack at metaverse.substack.com, I will post an announcement again as soon as I know uh, what the future holds. But for now, I have to shift focus, just some things that um, not totally unexpected, but wasn't expecting them to happen uh, right now. And as soon as they did mean that I've just got to got to shift my personal focus for a little bit. That being said, uh, a couple of thoughts before I go on hiatus. Thank you, first of all, to everyone who helped um, get the pod off the ground and has tuned in and listened to all of the guests, obviously, and the folks who help coordinate the guests coming on the show, uh, as well as everybody who's listened and the folks who have uh, written in, commented on uh, social media uh, and other places. Really appreciate your taking the time, giving a little bit of your attention to listen to the show, be on the show, or reach out and talk about the show. Um, definitely feel free to keep the emails coming in, metaversepod at gmail.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn or on social media. Uh, it's been cool, and hopefully we'll be able to keep being cool uh, in the near future. Uh, but for now, these first 10 episodes have been great, some great conversations. I certainly have learned a lot. Uh, and with that being said, just a couple of thoughts about the space. Uh, you know, it's interesting. There was a sudden rush of interest in Web3, in the metaverse, uh, in my own personal kind of personal professional circles that led me to uh, dive in and start the podcast up. And uh, in the short amount of time since then, the interest and excitement around some of these technologies hasn't waned. Uh, but certainly there's been a lot of action, a lot of volatility in the crypto space in particular. Uh, I think cryptocurrency is something that, uh, you know, we did one really great episode with Ethan Wu from FinancialTimesFT.com. Encourage you to go take a listen to that if you want to learn about cryptocurrency. Uh, certainly we know it's, uh, it's something that's been around for a while and has seen uh, renewed interest in, you know, the past uh, year or so. Uh, as there's been other interest in, or I should say, uh, big interest in other speculative assets. And as I'm recording this uh, in on May 10th, um, the stock market and cryptocurrencies broadly, uh, NFT sales, other speculative asset classes have just been tumbling. Um, and so I think this idea of cryptocurrency as an alternative way of handling transactions and finance and money and a new form of cash and everything, uh, you know, the jury is certainly still out on that because what we've seen right now is that there's a strong correlation, broadly speaking again, between cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, some of the other leading cryptocurrencies, certainly 
and uh, investments in the stock market and other speculative assets. And as one has taken a tumble, the other has, as fears of inflation and other uh, financial mechanisms um, that I'm I'm not uh, up on enough to really speak with any sort of authority to. But but as these have tumbled and and concerns around inflation and other financial indicators um, have caused some of these asset classes to tumble, so too have cryptocurrencies tumbled, and we've also seen NFT sales really, really tumble as well. And so at least for right now, it seems like there's a pretty strong link between these things, all of which is just to say that uh, there's some some work to be done before we get to a spot, if we ever get to the spot, where cryptocurrencies are a full-fledged viable alternative to uh the U.S. dollar, other currencies, and and other ways that people around the world currently handle financial transactions. So there's that. That being said, crypto was never my primary interest, my primary focus in doing this podcast. Uh, certainly, cryptocurrency, anything financial, um, is is of huge interest, broadly speaking, in the news cycles and part of this whole Web3 metaverse thing. But for me, the interest has always been a little bit more in what are people trying to do with some of these technologies, not directly uh, linked to money itself. And so some of the things around alternative forms of structuring organizations, DAOs, that kind of thing, um, still of interest, a long way to go to see how that all pans out. Certainly um, using tokens, the whole uh, everything in Web3 that that is built around using tokens on the blockchain, not so much, uh, again, as um, a new form of currency, but rather related to opening up access to community features, uh, gameplay features, other things in Web3 experiences, I still think it's really interesting I'm left with this big question right now uh, of what can these technologies do, the Web3 technologies do, that we can't do in other ways? Um, And more specifically, do these Web3 techs offer enough upside versus the current ways of doing things that it's worth all of the additional uh, time and resources and effort and, and hoop jumping both on the developer's end, but also, uh, I think, even more so on the user's end right now, to make it worth migrating to Web3, whatever that means for you as a developer, as a business person, as a creator, as an end user. And I think we're seeing just a lot of early adopter interest, um, and that's where you know the enthusiasts are flocking to it. For sort of the uh, average person, the lay person, again, A lot of the hype right now we're seeing is really just financially focused, a lot of the hype on NFTs and everything else. And so some of these more interesting uses of NFTs, other tokens, other Web3 and blockchain technologies to build community and cultivate more interesting experiences, I don't think that's going away. Um, But I think that the runway to seeing these things take off and really reach a, a more mature uh, level of development where they have a, a broader appeal to more users is still a little bit of a ways off. That being said, there's some really cool stuff happening. Um, I will again point back to uh, the episode with Pip and Adam from Soul Supplier for sure. Um, also, some of the ep- other episodes, Kevin from Pianity, 
um, Ala and Jacob from from BitTensor that was more around uh, DAOs and, and organizational structure, uh, but then also Charles from VBA Fastbreak Labs uh, pointing to you know some some examples of where Web three can take or or may be able to take the end user experience. Uh, by and large, we're not there yet, but that was never the point. The point was to explore where things are headed. Uh, I will say in the short life of this podcast to date, for me personally, the most interesting things to come out of it have been thinking about virtual reality. And virtual reality has been and perhaps may continue to be something more of a, uh, not, not a full-on mainstream technology. We've seen the use of VR tick up certainly during the pandemic and um, with the uh, recent release of Meta's uh, Quest 2 headset and as the hardware you know, continues to advance and, and can do more uh, in a smaller, lighter, cheaper form factor that's more accessible and doesn't have to be tethered to a PC and all of that stuff, that tech is going to march on. I don't personally know if it's ever going to hit sort of full-on uh, – you know, smartphone-style mass user adoption. Um, I've long since thought, uh, and this isn't an original thought, that extended reality, augmented reality is really where it's at. And once we get to that place where where AR hardware is light enough, comfortable enough, has enough um, computing uh, horsepower and connectivity in the device itself, so it doesn't have to be tethered. You don't have to wear some sort of a fanny pack or backpack that holds the uh, the computer, so to speak, to power these really immersive, connected experiences in the glasses themselves. That could be an inflection point. So everybody points to the long-awaited Apple glasses, these mythical, mythical Apple glasses that probably are real and probably will be coming out in the next couple of years, uh, but we don't know that for sure yet. Everybody pointing to that as a possible inflection point. Whatever it is, I keep thinking back to something that Nenea Reeves, uh, the CEO of Trip, said on our first episode about uh, she's looking ahead to smart glasses that also can dynamically correct vision on the go. And that, as somebody who's worn glasses uh, for vision correction purposes for a long time, can attest to, that was a real inflection point for me when I thought, oh, if I'm wearing glasses anyway... If the glasses can have smart features built in, and there are some out there now, but to me, they're not useful enough to make it interesting. But if they can have these smart features built in, but then have this killer app of taking care of the vision correction as well. And so it's not just that I can put prescription lenses in smart glasses, but that the smart glasses are built with dynamic vision correction in them. And not to go you know, too deep into my own sob story here, but uh, I, not too long ago, moved to progressive lenses. Uh, and, and so not transitions that darken when you go inside, but progressive lenses meaning um, you know, what we call bifocals now, right? So there are different zones of the lenses that have different vision correction properties, depending on if I'm looking at something far away, looking at something close up, you know, I look up or look down, that kind of thing. And if we can get to a point where technology-powered glasses, whatever the right way to say that is, advanced technology lenses, you know what I mean, can dynamically correct my vision and sort of sense where I'm looking and then dial up the correct prescription based on what I'm trying to see. And then on top of that, there's sort of, uh, you know, a layer of data, so to speak, connected to the internet, connected to the outside world that is 
augmenting what I'm seeing in true AR fashion. That, I think, um, may be a real watershed moment for this technology going more mainstream. That all remains to be seen. But all of that being said, I think there's some really interesting stuff happening in VR, AR, XR, this notion of the metaverse. And, um, you know, it's related to the Web3 blockchain stuff, but not necessarily tied to it. So I am going to, of course, keep an eye on the space uh, going forward. There are a number of great places online where you can keep up on the latest news and any of this stuff, AR, VR, XR, the metaverse, Web3, blockchain, crypto, whatever it is. Uh, and I encourage you to do so. And again, as I said, as my own personal situation evolves, um, I look forward to hopefully being able to pick the podcast back up. And of course, I'll let you know. I'll let you all know about it if and when that time comes. But in the meantime, I just know I'm not going to be able to publish the podcast on a regular cadence. And I would rather just say to everybody who's listened so far, hey, unexpected, got to hit pause, than you know, push out episodes kind of uh, willy-nilly as I can. It just doesn't work well that way. So I will leave it there for now. Thank you again to all of you who have listened or subscribed, let alone subscribe to Metaverse. Um, It's been a short but super fun and interesting ride for me so far, and I hope to pick it back up again. In the meantime, uh, you can follow me on social. You can subscribe to the website, like I said. I will also keep doing the NVIDIA AI podcast, which is unrelated, but another podcast that I do. So, you know, if you're just sad you're going to miss the sound of my voice in your ears, uh, you can head over to the NVIDIA pod and get uh, all of my voice you can stand on a bi-weekly basis. Till then, thanks again to all of you for listening, for coming on the show, and especially to that handful of folks who helped me get the podcast up and running in the, in, uh, the first place. And I will see you on the other side. Take care. Thank you.